Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Shields Outdoors podcast. My name is Mike Anderson, and I want to thank you for tuning in today. And if you haven't subscribed to our channel yet, make sure to go and do that. Today, we're going to be talking about deer hunting. Seasons are either open in many states or going to open this upcoming weekend or coming real soon. And we're not going to really get into the nitty gritty details and tips and tactics on this one. We're, uh, we're going to have a little bit more fun here. We're going to talk about two different topics. The first one is we're going to be power ranking the top snacks to bring into the deer stand. We've had, uh, we had some Facebook and Instagram posts asking the audience about uh, favorite snacks they like to bring in, and uh, we'll, we'll do a little power ranking on those today. And the next one is going to be forgotten, often, but helpful items to bring into the deer stand. So we'll start this out with the, with the power rankings. So first, I want to give a couple of honorable mentions there were some really great answers. There were some creative ones. Uh, they didn't quite make the list, but they are definitely worth mentioning. So the first one, it's it's kind of a personal favorite for me, and that is uh, applesauce packs. So it's just a great little snack, especially if you have kids, you, you buy them packs of applesauce and, you know, just the squeeze pouches, toss them into your bag. It's a great addition. Um, one I really enjoyed, I got a chuckle out of, was uh, ribs, bringing in barbecue ribs and cooking them on your heater with some, and having some sweet baby Ray's sauce. And the person mentions, like, whenever I bring this out, I, uh, I don't really see a lot of deer, though. I have no idea why. So, you know, it's a great snack. You know, ribs are delicious, but, uh, you know, that scent's probably going to carry a little ways. So might might go against that unless you're sitting in a fully enclosed blind and you have all them windows closed. Um, next one is jet boil hot dogs. So if, you, if you're not familiar with jet boil, basically it's a, it's a small system that allows you to heat stuff up and then, you know, cooking some hot dogs in there. That's a... Uh, you know, that's a really great one. I thought that was very creative. So, um, you know, now that we've got our, our honorable mentions out there, we're going to move to the top 10 list. So coming in at number 10, we have Dots Pretzels. You know, I, th- I actually thought this one was going to be a little bit higher on the list because Dots Pretzels are absolutely delicious. They've got some great flavors out there. You know, the originals always go to, but I'm really digging like that southwest flavor now and uh and especially honey mustard so i guess the the issue with the dots pretzels when you're deer hunting though is they they got a little bit of a crunch to them so you kind of have to be a little careful when you're uh you know when you're out there in the stand not making too much noise so i guess i can kind of see why that uh why that hit number 10 on the list number nine we've got peanuts so just a, you know, a classic one, peanuts, delicious, you know, a little salty snack, get yourself some protein, you know, it's a, it's good addition to the list. That one comes in at number nine, number eight, we have trail mix. It's just kind of a, kind of a hyped up edition of like the peanuts there. You got your raisins in there. You got your sunflower seeds along with your peanuts. It's a, uh, that one's a pretty, pretty solid option. 
Next one up, coming in at number seven, we've got chips. You know, like your wide variety. We kind of lump this in to, you know, to like the grouping of chips. There's a lot of different ones out there. People said Doritos. People said Sun Chips. And, uh, you know, that one coming in at number seven makes sense, too, from that noise standpoint. You know, they're delicious, but, man, they make a lot of noise in the stand. Next one, number six, we've got sunflower seeds you know and i i really enjoy sunflower seeds i'll bring them into the stand you know a little pro tip with that one though is like bring yourself a gatorade or a powerade too you know you have that powerade or gatorade and then you're keeping it all contained in that one spot because like you know if you're spitting your seeds all over the place like that scent's gonna carry you know maybe it'll be good maybe it won't but um yeah, like another good addition to this uh, to this power ranking of of snacks. Next one coming in at number five, we've got granola bars. That one's uh, that one's a staple for my pack as well. You know, I really like the uh, the Cliff Bars. Those are a good one. Anything that's going to get you that protein, that lasting energy, and you know what? They're just delicious. There's a million different options out there, so. Coming in number five, granola bars. Now, number four, we've got sandwiches. Tons of different options out there. My favorite sandwich, personally, is um, we'll make something like steak the couple of days before, and then put a couple of those on some dollar buns, throw some cheese on there, throw them in a Ziploc pouch. Great option there. So sandwiches at number four. Number three, we've got Little Debbie's Snacks. So this could be anything from Cosmic Brownies to Zebra Cakes. You know, just it's tough to go wrong with Little Debbie. You get that little sugar rush. You know, you're feeling down a little bit. and Just, you know, pop in one of them Little Debbie Snacks and you're fired up. You're ready to go. Number two. So number two and number one were basically landslides. There were a ton of votes for these. And number two comes in as Halloween candy. So you've got, you know, Halloween just happened. You know, the kids come out trick-or-treating. And, you know, you just got that wide variety. Snickers was super popular. Another one was Reese's. Oh, just great options. And one one uh, comment that sticks out in my mind was uh, confiscated Halloween candy. So definitely a dad out there going searching through the through the candy jars of the kids and picking out the best ones. And you know it's it's a great one to bring into the stand. Like I said, uh, you know along with those little Debbie snacks, you got that you know that quick little sugar rush, get a little taste, little treat when they're out there. Great option. So Halloween candy coming in at number two. And number one, just a classic, is jerky. Just a perfect one to bring out into the stand. You got that little salty, get your protein, and um, a surprising amount of people said deer jerky too as well. So it's kind of interesting kind of bringing it out full circle. You know, you get uh, you shoot that deer the year before and you turn it into jerky and kind of bringing it back to its home. So a little bit funny there, but uh, coming in at number one, we've got jerky. Okay, now we're going to move on to some very helpful but often forgotten items. So this is a list that you know we're not going to we're not going to include like your rifle or your optics or your 
you know, anything like that. Those are, those are like your real essentials, but just some stuff that throughout the years, like, man, I wish I had this and make it a little bit easier, a little bit more enjoyable. And, you know, it's some stuff you can, you can swing by your local shields on the way to this, on, you know, on the way out to deer camp and, uh, you know, just make it a little bit more enjoyable for you out there. So number one on this list is going to be a headlamp. So that one's super important. You know, you're heading out to your stand before daylight, you know, like you can use your cell phone and a light, but it's super nice to have that headlamp. You know, you can go with the cheaper route or you can go with the, you know, like the really crazy route that's super bright. You know, I, I do recommend getting yourself a pretty decent headlamp, especially if like you're, you want to follow a blood trail at night, just getting it to light up really well. Next one on the list is going to be a neck gaiter. So this is one of my favorite pieces of clothing to wear that's that can be forgotten a lot. You know, like it's it's cold out there in a lot of areas and neck gaiters are super helpful in just retaining that warmth. You know, you, you got to keep your head warm and, you know, that neck gaiter, a lot of a lot of heat is going to escape from like your coat area and that neck gaiter just kind of provides provides a buffer there so my my all-time favorite is the sitka neck gaiter like it is so comfortable on the inside and it's and it's really not that expensive so for for a sitka piece so make sure to check out that sitka neck gaiter that's that's like my number one thing for sure Next is going to be hand and toe warmers. You know, you can dress as warm as possible, but, you know, sometimes just those extremities just get a little cold. So, you know, bring those hand and toe warmers and that's, you know, like you're trying to get through the rest of that sit. It's getting dark. The temperatures are dropping, you know, get those hand and toe warmers in there and it's just going to make that sit a little bit more comfortable for you. Next one is going to be a grunt call. I've had many times where a grunt call has saved me, you know, you're out there and you got deer passing through, especially if like you're sitting in the woods or in a transition zone and something and like that big bucks, that big bucks crossing through real quick and you don't get a shot opportunity, you know, oftentimes you can give them a grunt and then like you'll have that chance. So it's, it's another product that's not super expensive. And, you know, you may or may not need it, but, you know, those times when you do need it, you can get that second opportunity. Highly recommend bringing a grunt call into the stand. Next one is going to be your scent products. So really important is scent control and, you know, attractant scents too. Scent is kind of the name of the game with this stuff. You know, you can you can fool a deer's eyes sometimes and you can fool a deer's ears sometimes, but man, you can really never fool their nose. So I recommend getting uh, getting some getting some scent control shampoo, clothing wash, you know, getting getting all of your clothes as scent free as possible. And then when you're in the stand, that cover scent that just provides that little bit of edge, you know, maybe that deer gets one little whiff and he's gone but if you're using that cover scent it just gives you a little bit of an edge to it and then you can go with your attractant scents too they're going to be able to smell that from a little bit longer ways away this is where your your doing heat scents can come into play and they can you know deer will be able to smell that use use scent to your favor 
definitely recommend trying that. You can, you know, use those little scent wicks. You can, you can drag a little trail so that, so the deer, if they're coming from a different area, they can, they can smell that and then start heading your way. It's just all about gaining that little bit of an edge and, uh, you know, your attractant scents can be good for that. Next one is going to be a field saw. I'm talking like your, your Sagan saws, the ones that you'll use to, uh, use to cut the pelvic bone when you're, when you're gutting a deer and stuff, you know, like there's, there's so many times where, you know, you're trying to use the point of your knife and like hitting it like a hammer. That's just, it's a very inefficient way of doing that. And that's that field saw to cut through that pelvic bone saves you so much time is so much easier. You're not going to get that knife slip and it's just, it's a low dollar item that saves you a lot of time and effort. Next one is going to be your base layers. So when it, when it gets cold, like you want to retain as much heat as possible. And that base layer is critical as that, as that first next to skin layer, you know, you can, you can have multiple layers of, of coats and whatnot, but that base layer is going to be crucial as that first piece of clothing for you. And last but not least, your Blaze Orange Shields Outfitter beanie or hat. Make sure to get one of those out there. You know, we do Trophy Tuesday and we do user submissions. Get that hat on there. Send us a picture. Let's, we want to see your trophy. We want to see the people that are successful out there, hear your stories. Man, we love seeing that stuff. And with that, we've got our power ranking list of favorite snacks and often forgotten but helpful items. If you need any of these items, make sure to stop by your local Shields. We have everything on that list to keep you ready and prepared and comfortable in that stand. Everyone headed out to the Deer Woods, you know, best of luck out there. Hope you have a great time. Make sure safety is your number one concern. And, uh, you know, let's see those trophy photos. And with that, We want to thank you all for listening and see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Shields Outdoors podcast. Stay tuned for future segments and visit our social media pages, Shields Outdoors on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates.